Call me to order. Roll call. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Tom. Yes. Reed. Yes. Anybody want to speak at public forum? Randy? Well, this winter, with sea retires on December 10th, we're going to have some projects around the farm, and I need to get some stuff moved out of the, one of the buildings where we're working on. I, all of us have room east of Carolyn, uh, uh, south on uh, uh, Wendell's weapons. There are there is uh, storage containers for rent or sale. With my stuff, workbenches, tools, whatnot, in those in the grain bins, I'm gonna need a. I'd like to get a, a shipping into container, and I was wondering if I could put it. Northwest of the shed that Denny Garrow built for his semi years ago. And I took a picture of the area. The shipping containers, they have average eight foot wide up to 40 foot long. And I think at 40 foot or what, I'm gonna, I'll need that much. I might need two. I don't know for sure. But, I, I, but Scott said that, that that would be something for the city council to discuss and approve. So how long is it going to be there? Well, through the winter. Down by the south shed. Down by the city shed. Is this ground you own? No, this is a, this guy was where that where the, the, Danny Garl's truck shop. That's northwest of, of the truck shop. All along though, that long, long row of trees. So, I guess just know that your Denny girls has built that truck shop back there. It's changed hands a few times since then. I'm not even sure who the owner is. But back in the day, the city sold a portion of the land to uh, Denny Garls. And then Denny built his, his uh, shed on that. Okay? Only that portion that has the the shed on it is is privately owned. The remainder, everything to the north, is is city property. Um, so just you know, as you think about this and, and whether you allow something like that, you know, it's you know, it, a would you do it? B would would there be rent? But the other thing that's uh, is allowed down there that's at least similar is that that's our designated truck parking spot. You know, so we allow semi trucks to be, we encourage semi trucks to be parked down there. So is it straight north of the city shed? Be west. Yeah, it's west. Along well, that row, that long row of trees. It's behind, yeah, behind Lana Hawkeps and and Land Davis. So the property isn't really Denny Girls, it's city. the city's property. Now, now where Denny built the shed, he owns that property. Right, but, but everything else is. So this is going is to the north. on the city property. Right, that's what I'm. That's why That's I, needed, the question. I needed approval to set a storage container in that area where my truck sits, north northwest of that building. That's the area I, I picked out. Uh, and would the city want to sell a parcel of that in time? Uh, there's something to think about. And uh, but it, I would like to have at least one container just to sit there for the winter for my, for my stuff and and you know, it's, it's gonna 
probably get filled up. How big is the container again? I can get up up to 40 foot. 20 foot down up to 40 foot. So Randy, if we wanted a deadline for it to be removed, when when would you think? Uh, late spring, early summer. May 1st? May 30th? Yeah, uh, 30th. May 30th. Well, whatever we can do, we can't do it tonight because it's not on the agenda. Okay. But I mean, they'll have to think about it till the next call. Right. We'll put this on the agenda for, for next time? Yep. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yep. I'll give them time to think about it. Okay. okay. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Randy. Thank you. So you understand it'll be on the agenda next time. Right. Okay. Just a, a real quick question for you, though, though Randy. I mean, are, are you willing to pay rent if we, if we would? Yes, I will. Yep. Okay, consent agenda. <clears throat> Motion to approve. So moved. Second. Second. Roll call. Motor. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Tom. Yes. Reese. Yes. Okay, we have a building permit for pit stop. Is that storage building? Yeah, that, so that would be a uh, storage building. Uh, think of it as camper boat storage type of stuff. Um, so, just the... the Drainage thing we're talking about running down there from Crescent Park Drive. Is that going to impact? Because we don't exactly know where the storm sewer is. Yeah, it everything will impact when you start building stuff down there, more concrete and everything. Just the more impervious circum, uh, surfaces, the I know, more runoff. Weren't we concerned that they covered it up with dirt? No, it, it's it's exposed. <laughs> okay. That. Uh, Intake, the one intake there close to the ditch. And that would be the one that we would hook in from Crescent Park? It just flows over the ground to get there. Oh, we'll go through some of the stuff down. here about drainage. So, okay. um, so, what side of the building is he putting this? West. On, west. on the west. 30 foot west of where the cement is now. So, it, uh, hmm. yeah, and he, and he just said this is still on the, uh, the original. Good dirt from the from the car wash properties. So this is not on the fill dirt property yet. Yeah. But they're signed off. Yeah, on all on all three of them, they're they're signed and ready to go. Can we move to the motion to approve the pit stop? Come on. Yeah. Second. Second. Roll call. Motor. Yes. Tom. Yes. Reese. Yes. Tom. Yes. Reese. Yes. Tom. Yes. Can I ask a question here? Sure. Yes. Um, <coughs> the, the one for Travis, um, I'm four feet off the property line. On, on the back side? It's, it's got a lot lying north, six yeah. feet. So it's, it is? Changed a little bit, changed a couple feet further to the south, so it said four, then it changed to six. Um, but with that, he owns the property, next property to the north, too. And we will allow folks to be closer to the property line. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Just 
This is yeah. Jason's old property right. there directly in Jason's. Got it. I was thinking of his own property over there. Okay. All right. Okay.
um, Sarah and them live not too far this way, right? Going right away. The east, they live to the east. Yeah. And, and then you've got, you know, this Paul Plucky on the other one? Yes. Yeah. I just think that that's a big impact for those people. So what about, and you open that highway up to Bill, like that. People get bills along the highway and that maybe. Yeah, it's outside the city limits. This area is not covered by us. Umbapto that is. Umbapto is, and, and their new property is. These houses there, so it's Laney's and Thompson's and, and then next year's and Clark's. These, these uh, are they're, they're outside the city limits. So has anyone talked to them? Have you been able to talk about it? No. Questions with them? I mean, have these people been discussed? I don't know the answer. I mean, I'd just like to know what the members' views are. Well, they should at least be notified that a business is proposed. I say it really it's county is wrong. We're just right. But if that's uh, if that's an input, though, I mean, I've just been concerned about a lot of cars parked on. Vintage automobiles, though. I mean, is he planning on keeping them all out in the elements all the time? He says he's going to sell vintage. Yeah, when I talk when I talk with Mike, well, this the business occurs out of this building on the north side of the house. But then again, you know, and I guess we know we've seen cars parked out in front from time to time. But not a lot. Yeah. yeah. I guess that I've never Is it zone? It's in the urban transition zone for the young. Is that a zone or is that residential or anything that's all thrown in there? It's I understand it's between the county and us. But yeah, so it, it's in the urban transition zone. There are specific uses that are allowed with approval of the Board of Supervisors. And this is one of those types of uses that's allowed with the approval of the supervisors. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so what, here's what I have, uh, that the neighbors should be notified and, and concerned about parking in the front, in the front lawn. Yes. Okay. Right. So long as you can bring this Ah, yeah. It's like I say, it's just, just our input on this, I guess. Okay, we have a grant application from Milton's on Main. Yeah, so, um, yeah. And, I think you're missing their project. Just the um, one new thing out of this was that they do still propose to inside the north side of the building. Over the block on the north side, and you can see what the total cost of the uh, project was. It'll be about $90,000. Um, within our development agreement with them, they were entitled to apply for this. Make motion that we approve it. No second. Local. Yes. 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 Thank you. Yes. Okay, 2137. Agreement with the Affordable Housing Council. Yeah. So, 
the uh, development agreement begins on page 12. There is just a couple of minor changes in that in, in regards to allowing potentially steel framing of the houses if the cost difference was such that wanted to go that way. Maybe just clarifying that this would be a two-phase project, that, that they, they would look to do phase one next year and, and phase two in the year 2023. So that uh, prior it, it had said, you know, they want, wanted to do as much as they could during 22 and maybe roll over to 23. This would just clarify that this for sure is a two-phase project. And uh, the, the third change deals with that one block extension of West Street to get to the project site. And uh, they have uh, committed then that they would pay for half of the, of the cost of that extension. So, take a look at page 19 is the cost. So the, the breakout of the cost would be the, the three columns to the right, where the city uh, is responsible for the installation of water. And with any recent housing development in town, JC cost on, on that with contingencies around 96000 And then the street work, uh, including all the excavation and everything go with that. So that would include the cul-de-sac in outlaw 20 as well as half of the cost of the street to get there, including contingency And you see the far right-hand column is the portion attributable to uh, affordable housing. So that's half of the of the block there to uh, to get, uh, half of the block of West Street to get to the site. Then also lots of the land clearing is, is all there. And then everything related to sanitary sewer is there. And everything then related to storm sewers is theirs. So let's take a look now at some of the so, issues about drainage. So the pavement thing, um, is that from the entrance to the end of the cul-de-sac? Is that that figure there? Yeah, that's that's our, our share uh, from the, that's the our share of the entire pavement, yes. From where West Street stops right now, all the way to the end of the cul-de-sac. Yeah. So, and just looking at the cost uh, breakout, that in outlaw twenty, where the cul-de-sac cul road actually begins, that as part of the proposal, that was the city committing to to put that road in. Um, and then it's it's this extra block to get there, which would be fifty-fifty between the city and the developer. How confident are you on these numbers? These are from, they're from DGR Engineering. That's okay. their concept numbers. Okay. Which is this sketch that I had sitting here again. So those are, uh, those are the ideas. Now, working with the developers um, and thinking about those retainage bonds, this, this concept plan shows two retainage bonds. They do not want to do two retainage bonds. So the northwest one, they, they do not really want want to do that one at all. They do a bigger one there in the in the northeast um, because they they need this additional land then for additional housing units. So 
they look at, at one retention pond there. Then, I'll show you. You can't hardly see it, but it's page 25, if you, if you can see the, the number on that, on that aerial photo. What that shows you is the location of Outlaw 20 and then how everything would drain. So, water would drain into this retention basin, okay? And then conceivably, it could drain to the north, okay? Now that shows an eight-inch pile through there, that's Larry Hauser's eight-inch pile. You know, and working with Larry, uh, he would have a preference that we would try to use that tile instead of just allowing it to dump into the ditch. Because, look at the previous page. And this, what this is intended to show you is everything on the highway. Basically, from, from, the, from the bottom side of the viaduct, everything between there and, and basically Cook Siding Building, everything uh, drains to the middle, to that, to that area right around the car wash. So, uh, it, it, uh, if it gets in that ditch, that's where, that's where it's going to end up. Then you see the drainage system that's in there right now to be able to evacuate that. So there's a 12-inch that does come across to the south side of the road as, as a public tile, and then there's an 8-inch on the north side, and that's where it's... So outlet 20, um, right next to it there is those storage sheds of... Uh, do they still belong to... Uh, yeah, uh, Doug. Um, Doug. Yeah. Um, so you're saying it's going to drain kind of to the northeast? Yeah. Yeah, where there'd be a, a retention basin there. This is the proposal. Right, but, but I don't, why does that impact the car wash? I, I, you lost me. Well, I tell you what, if, if that water gets in the ditch, it ends up at the car wash. At the car wash. I mean, it if, we don't, the if we don't hook it into the yeah, tile is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, but we'd have to drill under the highway to get into that tile, yeah. right? And, you know, just interacting with, with the engineer, we don't know the depth of that tile, we don't really know that it's feasible. So. I was going to say that because there is no tile under that highway in that location right now, is there? Isn't it? It's up by the, the one that's broken that they're going to fix. It's up by the car wash, that's right? right? Yep. So would we run tile all the way over there and then run it through there rather than going under the highway here? Or is that what your contention is? Um, this, the intention right now is to raise this as an issue because we'll, we'll have some more, more discussion on this. Because it's going to be a huge just issue. talking with, with Larry about, about that, the preference is, is not to keep adding more water down there to the car wash. Yeah. I know, but the cost of running it under the highway at this location because does Larry's got, he's got this tile over here and then he's got another one over here by the car wash? Yeah. Right? Yep. So, I mean, what does that cost? Do we know what that costs? No. No, as far as, as far as getting under the road, yeah. it's a, I don't know if it's a $10,000 deal, but it's, it'll, it'll be about that much. Okay. Well, it'd be nice to have some kind of idea. Yeah. Um, 
other question I have about this, Dave, is number. Um, Number B, use of the site, number two, is that, I thought there was a bigger paragraph earlier about our approval of what kind of housing is going to go there, so that we were assured that it wasn't going to be any kind of Section 8. The language that we used was that, uh, where are you at, paragraph 3? I was B, paragraph 2, I don't know where... Okay. Yeah, page 13. Mm -hmm. Yeah, page 2, uh, paragraph B, mm -hmm. yeah. 2. The city reserves the right to review and approve any proposed leases or sales of the units to assure that the future use of Outlot 20 is in accord with the development agreement. City approval will not be unreasonably withheld. Are we covered for sure with that? I mean, it just seems such a small statement. <laughs> well, um, that's as broad as we can get without crossing any lines. Some, some uh, federal issues. Yeah, I'm sure. So what? So unreasonable. What is yeah, who determines uh, that? Who determines that? Ultimately, well, if the two parties can't agree uh, between them as to what is reasonable, then ultimately it'd be an interpretation of the contract. It would be their proposed use as of whether it be reasonable or not. And <coughs> each side would ultimately present arguments to a court if it became necessary that way. But we don't have the veto power on it. And I don't think the city wants that. Why is that? Because we do not want to have someone take this uh, right that we have uh, and claim that we're using it for uh, bias, discrimination, discriminate, discriminatory yeah. purposes, and uh, you know we can we can delve into. Whether or not something is discriminatory, but it's a lot easier to do it on a case-by-case -case basis versus a broad blanket rule that applies to everyone regardless of their situation. So this is this we've been I've been thinking through this language and doing a little research, and I think this is as, at this stage the best we should we want to do. Okay. Okay. So the, the people that are developing this also have to run these documents past uh, various federal agencies and so I don't think we want to delve into specifics until we know what we're being presented with. It at least gives us the opportunity to know what's being presented for a sale or a lease and then to look into it on a case-by-case -case basis, not based upon race, creed, color, etc. Right. So who made up the now engineer make some of these kind of Rules are, uh, I wrote that. I wrote that. Okay. <clears throat> and apparently it, it passed approval on their side too. So yeah, that's right. You can't have the trick of writing a contract is to have both people actually sign it. So
Any more questions on 2137? Just my other point to you again is so it's page 19 and 20, 19 being the cost, 20 being sources of funding to uh, to do that. And it's just a note that we do have have some cash on hand that, that we uh, would commit to that. Um, I would propose that we use that water sinking fund to offset part of the uh, part of the water uh, cost. You can use some sales tax if you'd like, but uh, and there's a balance in the general fund that can assist with that also. Are you going to clean up this wall? Uh, no timing on anything for the wall. Would we have a line to ask them for a game plan, what their plans are? Or no, we can sure ask. Yeah. Because they have timeline. they have talked about uh, hauling and fill yeah. and that type of stuff. They just don't have any timeline on what they're going to be. It'd be nice to uh, take the trees and stuff so you have decent ground to work on in this way. Okay, we have a motion to approve 2137. I'll make it. Second? I'll second. Roll call. Thank you. Yes. Moeller? Yes. Reese? Yes. Thomas? Yes. Very good. Okay, resolution 2138. So this then, yeah, would say that we would, uh, with that development agreement, then we agreed to, to sell the property. Uh, what this does is agrees to sell the property. It sets a public hearing date for that sale. So we can't sell uh, public property without having public hearing on it. And it would set uh, October October 18th as the, as the date of public hearing. I'll make that motion. Second. I'll second. Roll call. Laura? Yes. Tom? Yes. Reese? Yes. Thank you. Yes. Okay, 2139, urban renewal area number three. All right, so with this, the action today would be to set a public hearing on the urban renewal amendment. But let's take a look at the urban renewal amendments on page 26. And the several things that's that's done through this amendment starts with number one about clarification of the expiration date it stays in effect now until it would be uh, revoked by the council uh, the addition of property um, and we've we went through that before and this is just included on the uh, the back and in, and in the maps about the property that's included um, and with that then with addition of, of property we do need to, there'll be a, an ordinance that goes into effect about uh, having, adding this property to the, to the area, as well as uh, this is reviewed then by Planning and Zoning Commission to make sure that the plan is consistent with, their, with our comp plan. Um, and then the, uh, the update of the descriptions of, of what would be proposed. Again, so that, that first issue uh, deals with the, uh, with the community center. Currently, the urban renewal plan has an amount of $300,000 in there, and this would change that amount uh, to $500,000 if that were to uh, proceed. Do we have any other? Do we have other um, projects in there in the urban renewal? We we do, and they're like downtown economic development mm -hmm. projects. Right. Um, they're listed in this. They are. Okay. They are like, uh, and we had our. City maintenance shed in there and that type of stuff, and we opted not to use the funds for those. Right. 
Um, num number four identifies a specific project again, and this is a Jacobson project. Mm -hmm. So it's the, including the Jacobson project, includes a, uh, an incentive payment to them, and, and then B on that includes that, the water pump, uh, water pressure project, and that's B on page 29. On the left side of town? Yep. <clears throat> Uh, and number and letter C would be, be to be able to utilize funding for water main installation. We wanted to look at specifically replacing that water main up there, that two-inch water main in front of uh, the old Shadens and, uh, and the hotel area. Oh. Now we also have some options up there about looping water uh, to uh, to address some some loop water <coughs> concerns, but. Uh, I guess it'd be an eligible project. We just haven't gone down that road yet. Mm -hmm. How far did we talk about replacing that line up there by Sean's there? That was in pretty bad shape, wasn't it, Jeff? Yeah, just that, just the two inch to the four inch. Yeah, Dean, which is I, basically Dean all done a lot of research is the motel. Mm -hmm. The uh, just going to the motel is just the two inch. Okay. And Go that on. is yeah junk, but yeah. the four inch going to the West, uh, throughout all their properties, is in really good condition. Okay. So we would use TIF funds probably to replace that two-inch to Two-inch, and, and likely look loop, at some loop, loop at And that Madison would all be Street. part of the pressure? You're not really looking at a lot of footage either on going across the front of Faye's property yeah, either, really. We can do that ourselves. <clears throat> Ten thousand dollars. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> In your spare time. He said yes. Yeah. But just we would uh, we would do it about the same time as we're thinking about doing this pressure pump, or would it? Yeah, probably just up in the air. I mean, we're just at the beginning stages on those projects. You know, we haven't we haven't done any official <clears throat> design on any of the work yet. Just that preliminary study. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> To have the design work done? Yeah. I mean, if you guys would say we're, we're ready to go and we're going to proceed with this, we'll do the design work through the winter. Don't you think we should have a full council here to put the vote yeah. on that? It's just setting a public hearing date right now. This is all we're done. But it's another step. It is, and it it needs to uh, needs to proceed. Well, I know the first of to happen because it's just for a public hearing. Yeah, but there's I tell you what, there's a lot of people that don't want that event. Well, that's why you have a public hearing. Yep, yeah, they got a chance to come and listen. Well, I hope they do. Yeah, it. Uh, I, I guess I'll just lay out a timeline on this that you know we've worked through this. Plan amendment process um, and, and the ordinance to in to have the new lands included and stuff. But December first is a is a very important date about being able to certify this this stuff and uh, and we would have our internal debt done to ourselves before December first. This this is the way I understand it. Just pretty much identifying the tip area. It's not it's not a done deal about the community center. It's just that if you're going to have a TIF urban renewal zone, you have to have projects. And that's one of them that's been in there for years.
I thought we voted on this years ago and knocked that event center out of here, and now we're here we are again talking about it. I remember when we voted on it and it got voted down, and now we're still talking about an event center that most people don't want. Biggest share of the people in town like you do not want that. Well, we got two surveys out, and that's not the way they said. Where was the survey? I never seen one. We sent them some up twice. Well, I'd like to see them. I don't know where they're at now. Online somewhere, I suppose. Okay. Yeah, yeah, online. Yeah. The results. Right How many people? 10% of the people or 20% on computers? Yeah, it was a couple hundred. Yeah, exactly. Out of 1100. And you're right, Terry. It was voted down the first time, but the second time right. when it was presented to the council that they moved forward with it, the council voted to I let them I missed move forward. One meeting. I missed two meetings in the eight years I've been here. And I've well, I, know, I know the second time it was presented, the council okayed for everyone to move forward. Well, with, I just think with the to, planning of it or to, to move forward with the I think people need to take a look at this because there's a lot of people out there, and I don't care if you talk to them kind of people or not, I talk to them kind of people that do not want that event center. They think it's going to be broken five years. Or less. And you can't build it for that, uh, having the concert down here because how many times has it got rained out? Once or twice? Again, how many years? And, and again, that's why we have a public hearing as far as people being able to put their input in. <clears throat> well, whatever. I just. Um, this is a public hearing on defining the urban renewal zone, is what right. this is. It's just part of the urban renewal zone I don't like. It's, yeah. So it'll deal with the zone, it deals with the plan amendment, also all right. these items that are included in the plan amendment. But there is a process to work through as far as consultation with the uh, um, with school and the county, and there's several things that need to occur before the public hearing. Public hearing in this case would be proposed for the first meeting in November. Okay. Motion on 2139. Omega? Second. I'll second. Roll call. <coughs> Thank you. Yes. Tom. Yes. Reese. No. Motor. Yes. Okay. Crescent Park Drive drainage. Got your plan. Just uh, really what I want to show you is, is on page 38. If you can make hide uh, hair of that of that aerial photo, this is what the proposal uh, would be to do some work yet this fall, and and that would be to put in some drop curb and, and some uh, six-inch standard curb on Crescent Park. So basically, just thinking of it as drop curb from the north side of, of Kyle Leonard's driveway down to the north property line of Eichhorn's. Mm -hmm. they, they prefer a, uh, a drop curb there with Eichhorn's. And then uh, full curb from, from then on around the corner to, to assist with the drainage. And then uh, mm -hmm. drop curb just over on uh, uh, Pat's side there then too. So that would be nine, about 95 feet of, of drop curb over there. 
we had talked at one time about about making any changes to uh, drainage through storm sewers or anything. This is not proposed to do any additional storm sewer work. This would just just uh, do the curb and gutter work right now. It's you know if if the council uh, would approve proceeding, we want to get this uh, get this bid out for for work at the back in a couple of weeks and have work done within a month. So why are we not doing? I thought we were going to do part of the campground thing. I mean, I know we're doing all this in stages, but I thought we were going to do the campground across the road. Yeah, and that's it's still in the works. Mm -hmm. There's nothing's really come of that yet. Yeah. Um, right now, just to get the water down to that intake at Horseshoe. Right. And then <clears throat> after that, go into another phase to try to get the water out of the campground, if you take a tile and go from this intake and go straight north uh, to the... You go to the museum. There you go. That's the word I was looking for. Go to the museum with it, open-end it there, and just go onto the ground, then it'll catch that intake that goes down to that... Uh, to cases. Area. Yeah. 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 It goes down there. And I checked that tile today, That and there's... It just opens in the, off that hill and then flows down the hill to that by the car wash there. It's more than more I thought. <coughs> right. I thought. I thought we were going to do the campground in phase one to at least get it across the street before we took phase two, which was taking it out. I didn't think we were going to go. I know there was discussion. But I thought we thought it was too much water to go through keys, and we were going to go farther. Well, there, there's a I, I, when I talked to Mauer, he said it was going to be between forty-five and fifty thousand dollars to run underground down past by uh, Moore's old building, you know, um, and then it go into the ditch there, crossover. I understand, I understand that, but I'm back just back at the campground. Okay. You're saying we should do that in the Second. phase two? Yeah. Is that going to be like in the spring? I mean, are we going to have spring rains and we're going to have this campground issue and, and then we're going to be terrible? Right now, up? we're still going to have an issue with the campground until we can get to like a phase to go try to get out of the campground. So, to get out of the campground, now to get across over to the historical museum. the museum yep. there's a time we have to do all of it together i mean we have to, you can't do that and get it to the museum without doing all the way to the road or not okay say that again so like right now we're going to go to the intake on horseshoe drive correct when are we going to do, if we do from the campground mm -hmm. across the road to the museum, right? Mm -hmm. In order to do that, at that time we have to go all the way to the road. We can't do that as phase two. Am I not making sense? You're not going to get yeah. a lot of water out of the campground. Yeah. Just ain't going to happen. It, not, it won't be that much. And really all we're going to do is, is see what we can do to have surface drainage to that culvert under Crescent Park Drive. Mm -hmm. Right there by the light bulbs, there's a uh, there's a tile underneath there, mm -hmm. and really that's it. You're going to get water to that stage, and it flows, it flows through the ditch from then on out. And then, 
on the second stage of the horseshoe, if you take that tile and go north, right. and then you're actually plugging the two tiles from the horseshoe that are going across the road into the campground, you cap them, then you get no water from like the horseshoe and on that north side of the road to go over to the campground. As of right now, everything from the horseshoe coming down them hills shoots right across into the campground. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And we can't stop that until we go all the way to the road? We go all the way to the north to the museum. And then just get across the grass and then get to that tile. <clears throat> By that time we're all drained seeps into the dirt. But you were just talking about shutting off <clears throat> the water that's going into the campground now. Yeah, yeah. Two. Can you, those two tiles, you can't stop them right now until you go from that intake to the north to the museum because all that water from the horseshoe right now has to go over to the campground. And have you take a look at page 24 again. It's, it's here. And you see down down there, lower right hand corner is the Crescent Park in the in Camp Crescent area. Okay, those tiles are drawn in there, and the black lines are 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 the tiles. So the two the, uh, two things that look like uh, two circles and lines there, two lollipops on the right hand side. Okay, those are intakes there that that drain from Horseshoe Drive, but they drain across into the campground. Right. Okay. So. We're not going to change that? No, no, not right now. And why not? Why can't we change it now? Why can't we run it to the museum? We, we could if you wanted to make it one project and just dig that in. Well, even after we get to the museum, then we have to go down to the highway. No, we don't have to. Now, just think about that if, if when you get into the into the ditch to the north of the museum that's parking lot. Yeah. Yep. That's okay. where it's going now. We're just gonna take our, uh, mm -hmm. divert the water from going We won't have to be uh, going down. Going across the grass and get up top. Right now it's going here. So there's a tile you know, that's a tile under there. This here intake's go into the camp. Okay. So we're gonna stop that and go this way. But not, but not this time. Not yet. No, we're gonna see this works first. He's rid of you know help Pat Shug and that other lady. At least the time thing, you know, this was May, we could probably do it all. But this is late in the fall, right? We'd be lucky to get this. It's because they don't want to spend 50000 at one time, right? Yeah. Right. <coughs> Just my fear and things. We need a motion to proceed. Yeah, can we just proceed to bid the Kirby Better Project? I'll do that. Second? I'll second it. Roll call. Reese? Yes. Thank you. Yes. Don? Yes. Moore? Yes. City Administrator Report. <coughs> ah, so I have a little bit of good news today. We filed our our grant to the Economic Development Administration to assist with that evacuation water line project. So that, that has been submitted and we'd see something over $418,000 through that grant application. 
the timeline on that is supposed to be uh, reviewed by, by the end of October. Real, real quick review on that. Um, so that'll be the one good news. The uh, the, the police department uh, uh, pickup, the transmissions out of that, and then talked with you up? about that, John. Fifteen, is that right? Sixteen? Sixteen. Sixteen Durango's eighteen? Yeah. So we only have one. And what is our revolving purchase thing? We don't hear it for a couple months yet. But it's no good the way it is. There's plenty of them in the aims. So the uh <laughs> pickups. Oh, I, I actually talked to uh Tyson today with the vehicles and he said that we're looking at the end of the year. I said yeah. and it's because I guess I guess the production, I guess the parts that they're missing come from the Netherlands. Yeah. Okay. Of course. And, uh, so that's what's stopping productions. I oh, like that little piece of the pickup set yeah. in China. So this was the one that we were going to trade. Uh, it would it would just get um, pushed down into the next department. To the parks to the, department. Well, it'd be an yeah. administration truck for for now. We'd look at. We still keep it. It's just. And then. Uh, so you got to just fix the transmission. What's that? Four thousand. Four thousand four. Four thousand. When a pickup cost. Uh, Forty fifty. Seventy. So these don't cost. So that's gonna be that's gonna be ten days. Well now we're probably down to eight days. That's gonna be eight days out. Um during the Durango and uh they can grab my white truck until it's fixed. So that's over to Danny's has it for now. Oh Danny's, yeah. So we'll make do we're going to have to. A few other things I've received. Um, notice from from the union about opening uh, bargaining. So I just need to get a response back to them that we've acknowledged that we've received this and we'd look at, at opening bargaining. But uh, I want to get the health insurance renewal before we'd ever look at, uh, at bargaining. So it would be at least probably 1st of December. And... Um, the uh, Lakewood Partners had put a, put a uh, rezoning request before the Planning and Zoning Commission to rezone some property south of, of Dixie Land from R3 to R5. It allows for narrower lots. The PNZ had met on that last week and tabled that issue. They're meeting again then tomorrow night. So it's tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, is, is when the PNZ will meet again. Um. So I have a question about that. Um, you know, the kids if you wanted site plans, I don't know how detailed they expect because it seems to me that um, if the access to the east hasn't definitely been shut down as far as the contract, the developer, might be concerned, you know, he's going to have to totally revamp that whole cul-de-sac thing if access is from the south. Um, so 
I, I wondered if that's going to be kind of hard for him to do. Um, they're they're working on some things some pertaining to, to the South. I wouldn't expect a, a professional plan. They wouldn't spend a lot of money on, on another option. Right. Well, I wouldn't hope so. How come they can't go when you look at that? Right around the lake and look to the north. There's a lane between the two levels. That's what we're talking about. If it's right between Cheryl Solberg's and uh, Man Hustle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the access point. Yeah. That is the access point. It's just that it's not very big. Not very big. You get it meets our requirements. Our requirement is 250 feet. Oh. Yeah. Um, just cramped down there in that area, and the way those two houses to the north side sit in there, it would be, it'd be cramped and have some drainage with some turns to get in. But that's what they're, what they're looking at. Just some, some ideas on there. Well, the board did have to change the so, A big tank that lays up school there, where does that go? That big water tank, whatever that is. Oh, is that the, uh, the fire fire suppression yeah. not a deal to the north isn't it it's kind of on the uh what would have been the old playground back in the no. yeah. so that would be very flat or you know just a plastic <laughs> underground well because otherwise it's going to freeze <laughs> you think so and, I just wondering. I don't get it. I was just wondering. <laughs> well, uh, Kay is leaving on vacation here in a couple of days. Long week for you, Scott. It'll be long two weeks for me. So <laughs> Kay is going to be gone from the seventh through the twentieth. So I just got watch. No, she's going to be gone. And then, um, you know, we just kind of tied down as far as what what can happen outside the office. So. Um, Sac County Lee is the 14th, Thursday the 14th in Linton, but they want an RSVP quickly to prepare for a cater. Uh, so, you know, what, what day is what? Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to let you know. I'll try to let you know. Yeah. Tuesday the 14th, yeah. Right? Thursday. I'll be the last judge. No, go ahead. I'll let you know. Because, uh, so it's at their new fire station. That's where they're going to go. Check out their new fire station. We'll see. And that's, that's, uh, that's the one in the social plans and social learning centers. The Western Iowa Advantage meeting is Wednesday, this Wednesday the 6th, and it's, it's in Audubon. And Whitey and the Mayor and Lori and I are going. Anybody else interested in going? I talked to uh, Bobby Carroll today about Bob Call and uh, we're talking about it about the street. The street's all all staked out there and ready to go. You just said you got pushed back a couple more weeks in this time. <laughs> 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 
So who pays for the street he does? Motion to adjourn. I'll make that motion. Second. He's adjourned. All right, thank you.